Welcome everyone to another episode of Doze Doze. This episode's being brought to you in part by our friends at Hurley, GoPro, Green, Kona Boys, Kona Coffee and Tea, Ola Brewery, Maverick Sport Fishing, and of course, Onnit. Onnit is a health and fitness juggernaut. I love that word, juggernaut. Um, dedicated to delivering total human optimization to its vast customer base of athletes, thinkers, fitness gurus, and entrepreneurs. Through a wide array of products and supplements, Onnit combines cutting-edge science, earth-grown nutrients, and time-tested strategies to help people reach their peak performance. Whether you're climbing mountains or biking down them, surfing big waves, or chasing chicks in the weight room, or running a marathon, it doesn't matter. Onnit's the brand you want in your back pocket. They're one of the fastest-growing health and fitness companies in the world. And they refuse to bring anything but the very best to the market. Speaking of bringing best to the market, we are announcing their new plant-based protein powder as of today. Most plant-based protein powders aren't complete. They either don't contain all the essential amino acids your body needs to build muscle, or they're just low in one or more of them. And that makes them less effective than whey protein, which we all know is the gold standard for protein supplements. Um... On its plant-based protein is different. It has amino acids derived from peas, pumpkins, sunflower, and watermelon seed proteins. So it provides the full spectrum of aminos that plant-based dieters need and can't get from conventional plant protein supplements. Got a lot of words right there. It's vegan, it's soil, it's sugar-free, and it tastes better than any other plant protein on the market. No shit. And uh, if you guys want to come check this out or get any of their other products, make sure you guys go to onit.com forward slash dozno so you can get my promo codes and check them out. They are insane. Also, you guys can find me on all social media, such as Instagram. I'm Dozer Dave and Dozno's Podcast. On Facebook, I'm Dozer Dave Barnett and Dozno's Podcast. Um... Twitter, I am Dozer Dave Knows. I don't know. It's, it's a weird one out there. Forget about that one. And don't forget my website, dozenos.com, where you can get a full, a full in-depth look at all my uh, guests, links to sponsors. Um, also, listen to the podcast right there as well. If you uh, go through my sponsor links, that's where you're going to get your promo codes and your discounts. So you guys definitely want to check that out at dozenos.com. Um, we've got some cool stuff coming up here. If you're on the big island, uh, I know a lot of you guys are not, but if you are, you plan on coming to Hawaii, we have Lucas Nelson playing on the 6th. We have uh, Citizen Cope coming on the 12th. Uh, all kinds of good stuff. Those guys are also going to be on the podcast. We're going to have a blast. i got some great ones coming up here soon. Right now, I've got a really good one. I just got back from... It's been a while since you guys heard me because I've been tripping. I'm not tripping on acid or anything, but uh, I've been tripping all over the country and all over Central America. And I went to Panama and Costa Rica and Nicaragua and Mexico and uh, California. And I met these guys. And these guys were in southern Mexico. They just happened to be on break um, from Circus Olay. And they're radical athletes and performers. Um, Will Farlow and Dean Moriarty 
Dean Moriarty. Yeah, I want to get that straight. Um, Dean is a Red Bull crashed ice skater. And the shit he does is so insane. You guys are going to lose it when you see it. And then um, Will is just this crazy-ass uh, gymnastic, dude. He The stuff he does, the multiple backflips in one flip and all over the place. These guys are so rad. And they brought this together with Circus Olay, and they have a super radical show. Um, they were in Mexico City, sold out for a month. Now they're in Russia. Same thing, sold out for a month. And they're just traveling with the show all over the place. But I was stoked. I was able to sit down with these guys, talk story, and uh, see what's been going on in their world. So let's give a big warm welcome to Will Farlow and Dean Moriarty. show thanks man good to be here yeah um now you guys are all nervous i can tell you just went <laughs> no, like man, boom, just, right across I'm your just face sunburnt that's all <laughs> so uh will tell me a little bit about yourself i want i want everybody to get to know you guys because we've been having some fucking giggles man going on here for a little <laughs> while it's been so much fun and uh some of this stuff we can talk about some of it we can't obviously out of respect um for some of the people that we love but uh <laughs> We'll try and wiggle into that as well, too. But, um, okay. Will, tell me about yourself. Where are you from? Yeah. Uh, so I'm from Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. I'm 27 years old. I, I grew up uh, skateboarding, surfing, all kinds of sports and whatnot. Um, skateboarding was uh, my main passion for years and years and years. And um, somehow I found my way into acrobatics, and and that's what I'm doing now. I'm a acrobatic performer for uh, Circus for, LA. For, for yeah, for a big circus company. That's and right. so that's what I've been doing for the past that. the past uh, <laughs> ten years of my life. No, it's okay. Uh, so yeah, uh, my my daily life consists of walking on stage in front of thousands of people and performing flips and character work and choreography and whatever else I, I need to do. And, um, that's, that's trapeze artists, all that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah. I, I work with trapeze artists. I, I work under them. I help spot. I, I, yeah, I'm part of their act in a way. And, uh, yeah, do a lot of that stuff. Nice. Dean, tell me about yourself. Yeah. Besides having the hottest girlfriend on the planet. <laughs> Already. Early in the podcast. Early. 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 <laughs> Getting it started. Getting it started quick. Um, no, I mean, I grew up playing hockey. Uh-huh. Just a dream, you know, NHL. Everyone wants to make it kind of thing. Sure. I'm about five foot five, hundred a little smaller than soaking wet, you know, yeah. <laughs> just like real small growing up, couldn't gain weight. So I just like took the hockey as far as I can go. And then I saw that Red Bull crash dice on TV. Mm-hmm. And it's like a downhill sport, um, very fast, very like my kind of style. I was just a fast, fast hockey player. Right. 
Um, so I, yeah, I took that up. I couldn't, I couldn't even like begin to tell you the tryouts for that. It was like 500 people. They were taking 10. I made it and everyone was happy. And I went to my first race, qualified huge. Um, and then I started my career in that. And then I finally transitioned into circus world when they created their first ice show called, uh, Crystal. Right. And, uh, yeah, now I'm working with badass acrobats, um, such a different world that I came from. So like, I'm still like stunned after even, now, where are you from? I'm from Montreal. Okay. So little hockey a little capital, French, little French Canadian. Yeah. English first language, but I guess yeah. I could talk a little French. Nice. But, um, how old are you? 25. 25. You guys are both young little bucks out here. Hanging on to the youth. Yeah. 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 I'm hanging on to my youth. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I can tell. <laughs> well, I'm super stoked because we're down here in Mexico. Um, we're at my friends, uh, my friend Bugs, Arico. If you guys don't remember, all you listeners out there, I've had Bugs on the podcast before, and he owns one of the most beautiful resorts down here in southern Mexico in Oaxaca. It's called uh, Punta Canejo. And if you're a surfer, you saw the Rip Girl search out here. Andy Irons wanted it was off one of those gnarly killer sand point breaks. I'm sure you two guys saw that. Yeah. And um and then friggin' it's just what I found out about this place was it's not just that one point break. There's sixteen of these point breaks that are unreal all up and down this coast. It's just yeah. like one after another after another after another. And you know, we can all spread out all over the place and have a point to ourselves. And they're endless, long, and beautiful. Now, the last two days, unfortunately, it's been storming. Yeah, right when we arrived. Oh, my God. You're just <laughs> dumping rain. They were calling for seven to eight inches of rain. I know we got it. Is I've been stuck in my room all day long. and um, Yeah, we've been surfing in the rain. But the great thing is the swell picked up. Yeah. And we've got some solid ground swell going on for the next five days. And uh, the storm's supposed to dig out of here in the morning, and that's going to whip the winds around. And it's like every single point break's just going to be firing. Even the beat breaks, they're all A-framed up. Yeah, just, when it's firing, I mean, it's just a machine. Just like out on yes. right here, just maybe like a two-minute drive, just yeah. firing waves. Just yeah. and literally just walk around in front of this resort. Insane. The kids were just – I'm looking at the videos – they're like, Uncle Does, did you see these, this barrel I got? I'm like, oh, which one? And like, the one right here in front of the house just like five <laughs> yeah. minutes ago. And I'm like, they're like full claims coming yeah. out, just giant yeah. shacks. These kids are absolutely ripping. Oh, I know. Dude, they surf way better than I ever did when I was that age. Yeah. Yeah. All the youth, like just growing up now, every sport is just that much better. Everyone's they're, just they're getting so, so good yeah. so early. You see, like, 12-year-olds, and they're like, how old are these kids? These 16, 17, not 12. No, they're 13, 14, 15, and 16. Insane. Yeah. Ripping. Like, surfing like pros. Surfing like pros. And really a couple really of pros. them are all yeah, true. pro. Yeah. pro. <laughs> At 13. <laughs> you know? What a dream. We're talking about Jackson Dorian. Yeah. You know? And uh, so I'm down here with Shane and all the kids, and these kids are killing it. Absolutely out of control. And the reason why you guys are actually down here is because 
you guys saw it on Shane's Instagram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Watching, for, I did forever, and you're like, man, we got to get down here forever in Mexico. We got to check this place out. Yeah, I, I, I don't know how I stumbled upon this. Uh, I, I was, I found it, I believe, on Instagram, and it, it just seemed like such a surreal place. There's all these point breaks, perfect waves happening, and uh, we caught it right here at the the end of their surfing season, and. We were finishing up in Mexico City, uh, like an hour flight away. So we just took full advantage of it. We were like, oh, we have to we have to come see this. Well, I'm glad you guys came. Yeah, there was no not coming. I don't think he showed me pictures like the last month. He's like, man, this is where we're going, tagging me in posts. He's like, we're going here. Man, we can be there. We're doing, we're doing it. And I'm like, we booked this probably like, we probably booked like the last, like we were like, last minute but we booked it and we like yeah. so happy to be here it's super easy it's only an hour and a half from mexico city yeah it was really quick flight yeah super really convenient easy. the 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 resort they the camp here they have a driver pick you up at the airport holding a sign with your name on it driver was good they though eh? you straight here uh did this, you guys have sibby no we had uh uh, Israel. 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 What a boss. Awesome, awesome taxi driver. Highly recommended. <laughs> and as, as soon as we pulled into the place, uh, the first question was, are we hungry? And yeah. then, and then we, 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 of course we're hungry. We, we get out. We have some amazing steak burritos. And, and then right after that, we're taken to a, to a surf break. Yeah. I haven't had a bad meal here. I don't think yet. No. Really so good food to finish every food. plate. Just like, Ready when you want. You tell them a time. Ready, right on your plate. Unreal food. Unreal food. And then they load up the trucks for you, too. They have yeah. beers, and drinks, trucks, beers, drinks, food and- chairs, tents, <laughs> man, whatever you need for, for your surf day, man. We go like an hour drive away and then set up for the day and you're there and you're just. What does your little lunchbox consist of in your surf, in your surf truck? Cause ours is like a bag of tortilla chips, a loaf of bread. Couple cans of tuna, a bunch of cans of tuna, exactly. peanut butter uh, jelly, some Mexican like jelly. snacks. Mexican snacks are like these little yeah. vanilla cookies that are unreal as well. A little jar of mayo, yeah, yeah, and uh, some hot sauce, so you can mix up your it's little that- can of tuna right <laughs> in the can. Exactly what I did yeah, for man. for Will. I'm like, Will, you want you want some tuna sandwiches or something? He's like, Yeah, mix up the tuna, put some hot sauce in it, put some mayo in it, right in the can, right in, right right on right in the can. Scoop it out, run to the bread, make these sandwiches. Or, or for you us. just take the tortilla oh, you can just chips eat it. Oh, yeah. and pull it yeah. out that way. That's so a good idea. Good. I'm pretty sure I just swallowed the sandwich whole after <laughs> three hours right. surfing session. Like, uh, gonna have four cans of tuna. <laughs> I think I'm gonna need another one, Dean. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. Now, what about the breaks? Where have you guys been surfing? We surfed at. Baja, Barra, Barra, Barra oh, was you went to Barra. Barra, Barra, so that's where Barra was yesterday. That's where the contest was. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we surfed Barra. How was that? It was early in the morning. It was super good, super glassy. I probably like four to six feet. Nice. Super fun, crowded. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we surfed for like three hours. We took what's our crowded? Thirty, forty people. Uh, 30, 30, thirty people. But I think 30. that was the only spot like that. 
Like but, that day. So it was like, no, are there bombs? It wasn't. It wasn't. And, I was in another spot where there's nobody. It, yeah, but maybe it, you're the exclusive, no. though. They don't yeah. tell us about it those seems, spots. <laughs> it, seems like, uh, it seems like a popular surf yes. spot because there's the little restaurant right there. There's the hangout sure. spot. There's right. Well, animates. that got famous through the contest. So Okay, yeah. Yeah, they have that all dialed in. So, yeah, it seems like that's why it's more crowded is it, it's because it's such a kind of destination spot in sure. a way. Sure. You guys get some good waves, though? Yeah. 30, 40 people, it's such a big break that, you know, it kind of spreads everybody out. By the time that you get back to the peak, you know. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, the, like, the, the few really good guys would catch the set in, and then we, we'd be able to catch the next ones, you know what I mean? And, sure. and so we're, we're a couple of circus artists out here trying to stay out of their way and, and get what we can get. All you got to do is paddle deeper than them. <laughs> yeah, very yeah. deep. I mean, that's it. That's Take true. Away your claim. Yeah, and then choke on the way. I was picking. Oh yeah, I was picking up scraps out there. Going for it. Sorry, man. <laughs> Literally picking I up scraps. I had it. But no, it was it was so fun. I mean, like 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 we weren't. I mean, I'm a like we're surfers, but we're like extreme chasers in the end. You know, I do. We do all extreme sports. Right. And surfing is just one of them. And a lot harder it's than most. So hard. Like it's such a hard sport to get into. You have to do it a lot. You have to feel the wave you could be an extreme athlete like built and paddle like a maniac but if you don't know the fundamentals and like feeling the wave, feel the timing get get this you're not you're not going to be good at it no it's all about timing it's about confidence really you know your skill level um but confidence is one of the best biggest things out there yeah you know being able to go out there and know that hey i can do this yeah it's all about making the drop once you make the drop Mm-hmm. You just screamed out the line. Yeah, easy money. So, but me Dean, and you are both goofies backside, though. Yes, we are, and there's Ooh. not many goofies out here. No, everybody's been just. I've seen nothing but regular footers. I guess that one good goofy rider out well, there. This is this is like a regular footers dream out here. Oh, it is. <laughs> you know, I, if you're a goofy, I foot, wouldn't be surprised. Don't, Expect to see any laughs out. <laughs> <laughs> you know, go down to yeah. Nicaragua because you're gonna get a lot of laughs. I was so excited right outside the resort, like. All the Dorian guys were like, "Yeah, yeah, look at that, look at that left." I was like, "What? What? What? Left? There's a left? There's a oh left? my god! Yeah, oh my god! Let me get out there!" <laughs> no, there's no left. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, just kidding. Just kidding. That's just the part where they back they back door and go into the right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and those kids are the only ones that can make it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, those guys are freaks. There's yeah. no doubt about it. They, they are man. They were the seeing family. stuff I wasn't seeing. Guaranteed. Oh, yeah, for sure. Now, I just came back from, uh, I've been kind of on a cruise. Um, so I went down even farther south and I was in Nicaragua at Safari Charters and, uh, that Surf Safari Charters, if any, anybody wants to go down there. Um, and it was rad, dude. Surf spots all over the place. Nobody out. The fishing insane. Yeah. It's, I've been on the whirlwind. Through Costa Rica and Panama and and now up here to Mexico and tomorrow I actually leave and I'm headed up to Cabo, so the dream. I'm having fun, man. That's a dream. Yeah, I just uh, you told me about Surfari earlier today and I just looked it up and yeah, it looks killer. Yeah. It looks like definitely a a destination spot for for one of our tour breaks or and something like that. It's a super easy flight. So next time you guys are in Mexico City, bam. Just right there, super easy. Easy. So, Dean, tell me about yourself. Um, you know, 
We know you are an extreme skater. Okay, downhill skater. Most most people, when they think of a skater, they think of in a rink. Yeah. You know, whether you're playing hockey or you're speed skating. But your skating is completely different, bro. It's nice. it's downhill. It's racing through tracks. You're bouncing off freaking jumps and corners and banks and whoop-de-doos. You've got it all going on. Yeah, I couldn't have said it better, really. That's what it is. I mean, like I said, I was just a, a fast hockey player. Uh-huh. Didn't have a set of hands on me. You know, I couldn't put the really the puck in the net, but I was just fast. So I took those skills and just went on with Red Bull. And I finally found that, like, I'm good at this. That's what I'm good at. I saw it on TV. I'm like, man, I'm good at this. So I did it for, I had a five-year long career. I'm still going to do it this year. Um, I took a two-year two-year break because of Cirque du Soleil. They uh, created this ice show, and I, I went there. But man, Red Bull was really my like breaking point there into like the world of like extreme sports. Um, yeah, I just I was like just going fast. Had, had you ever gone downhill before like that, or on a track? I mean, I, I've done skis. It's a little different than skis, obviously, but going like I mean, we got up to. 82 kilometers an hour on skates. That's 40. It's about, yeah, I think it was like 52 Yeah, 40 miles. 50, yeah. Um, 52 miles an hour on skates. Just like speed wow. wobbles, everything. We were in Germany, in uh, Munich, in this long, long downhill straight that they build up with scaffolding. Crazy downhill that we went 52. And uh, people were like, man, I'm not going down there. I'm not making this drop kind of thing, you know? And like, I was like this... I was actually the second guy. Usually I'm the first guy on the track. I'm like the guy that's nuts, you know, try anything first, right. do everything first, and then people follow kind of thing. But then this one crazy guy, Colton, was like one of the like my buddies on tour with with us. He was like, I'll, I'll do it first. And like there was like a jump into this downhill. Right. And he just like kind of like edged out, dropped down instead of like taking the jump and just like rode into this thing. And he just like bailed hard, really, really fucking hard. I was like, man, I'm next to do this thing, really. I was like, I'm sending it. So like, I sent it <laughs> off the jump into the downhill, landed everything, pumped up, and then I guess everyone got like the hype from that, and everything was good, and we we did went on with the race. Yeah. But uh, no, it's it's such a weird, weird feeling to go that fast on skates and do turns and jumps and bumps, and uh, it's, it's a real mental game for sure. But um, yeah. Then I did it in St. Paul, um, in 2017, and um. Yeah, I ended up winning that race. Um, there was like 120,000 fans there live. Holy shit. Live, live. That's bigger than a football game. Yeah, huge, huge, huge audience, live audience. And I uh, I ended up winning that race. And like what it takes to win a race, you have like five heats that right. night. So you do like the round of 64, round of 32, round of 16, round of eight, and then the finals. So you have to go through this, this like – stepping stone to get there kind of so you have like qualification time trial you get like listed right you have your heats and you go on and uh yeah i ended up winning that versus like in my last uh four final heat i had three world champions in my race wow and uh yeah i ended up pulling off the victory and uh smashed my helmet down my sponsors weren't really happy broke oh that was that video you showed me yeah yeah. broke a helmet broke the gopro everyone wasn't happy (laughs) couldn't get the footage off my gopro i just mangled it so bad but i was like man i won a race and like to win a race really 
really, really fun. Against really, uh, three other world champs. Yeah. yeah. And bigger guys, we have to like kind of like use your it's almost sense like, of thing to like body them out. You know, you got you have a guy that's like 200 pounds skating faster than you downhill because of just like pure physics, just force. Right. And you have to like cut him off kind of thing. Like, you know, take your line where it's maybe not the fastest line, but it's the line where you'll block him off. Right. And just cut him off completely. Well, I, I notice it's kind of like roller derby. Yeah, in a sense. Serious. In a sense. You know, you're big dudes and you're just like, Rah! and yeah. you're fighting each other to get through these turns to take these leads. For sure. And sometimes there's two people battling and you're the guy who, if they battle, you can take a different route to, to go faster around them right. and pass them. But we always like analyze every spot on the track. Where's the best place to pass? Where's the best place to gain speed? Where's the best place to buff speed? Because sometimes it's like you don't want to go into this turn so fast if you have the lead. Um, yeah, but that, that was a real good stepping stone for where I'm at right now. Yeah. And uh, Sir created this new ice show. Um, gave us opportunity to like try these uh, synthetic ramps uh-huh. on ice. So they like set these ramps down on the ice and we can jump jump them. Now, what do you mean by synthetic? So it's like a kind of like a plastic. Uh-huh. I'd say like a plastic that they made where like skates can go on it. Right. So you lose like coming from the ice, you like feel a little like friction. Right. But if you're going like anywhere past, like I say, like 10, 15 miles an hour, you're good. Right. You'll be fine. Um, yeah. So we started jumping these ramps as like a, a test for Cirque du Soleil. Mm-hmm. Um, and then finally they saw us jumping these ramps and, uh, we were doing like my background, like for flipping is really just a trampoline in my dad's backyard growing up and really just like skiing and like a couple other stuff, but not really a flipping background, but I'm like, I can backflip a lot of stuff. So let me try on skates. So I tried on skates and, uh, yeah, I landed like the first ice backflip pretty much Wow! on uh plastic ice. Wow. Um, so then I think the creators of the show realized like, hey, because we can- with, with a show like what you guys are doing, you guys can't have an ice floor. So we, ha- we have a, a real ice floor. Okay. So the Cirque, Cirque brings an ice floor with them wherever they go. It's a huge company. So now like we had ice in Mexico for four weeks. Gotcha. Called Tank Ice. So they build a border. They put in these pipes that lay out like, like a Freon almost right. to cool it, flood it, and it freezes. Our ramps, they get set on the ice. So we have real ice for most of the part. And then on the ramps, it's synthetic. Gotcha. Even yeah. the big, tall ramps. Yes. Because so, I saw you do that one on the that flip on the real big, tall yes. ramp. Like a McTwist. On, so like that's like drop-in ramps. So we have two drop-in ramps on our, on our set. One big sky ramp, we call it. Right. And that's just to just do like a huge – we're probably about like 40, 50 feet, 40. Yeah, 40, 40 feet at the top, and then and then you drop into, say, a 10-foot a ramp. 10-foot mm-hmm. ramp, yeah. Wow. So we're dropping pretty far, and we drop off that every show. Um, and so those, those quarter pipes that you see that, that, that you saw in the video that are set into the set, those those are pre-made. As soon as, as soon as we get there, our technicians set those in, and so they have the quarter pipes. and But then all the other launch ramps and the landing ramps are all movable so they're on hydraulics and wheels so gotcha. so we move them around in different positions during uh during dean's act and right. and, and we drop them into place nice now you guys take care of each other like if you're not doing acrobats 
or you're not doing ice stuff, then you're working on the crew that's also moving shit around, getting shit ready, helping each other, grabbing, maybe it's grabbing a mat while he's flipping. Exactly. Yeah. It, it's really part of the show too because instead of instead of having someone walk out in a black suit and then the audience and being realizing that oh this is just a technician setting up something right. they they rather would use an artist where it looks like this is just part of the show and this you is meant to happen yeah we're we're yeah. dressed in costume makeup everything and then so we're just like oh what is this guy doing well he's just dropping that there but really it's a a mat for someone to land on or it's, it's this guy's moving a ramp for someone sure. to jump off and and so it looks more but pleasing for the show than mm -hmm. than just someone coming out setting something running off right now how long have you been flipping around i've been flipping around for a long time yeah yeah <laughs> uh, i've been performing for nine years i think yeah yeah how'd you decide hey i want i want to get in the circus yeah good uh I, I don't know i i guess there are people that decide that they want to get into circus because there is a circus school and there is things like that i in my situation i really didn't even know that circus was a thing at all as probably what most people think and but um i grew up skateboarding my dad owned a skate park i thought skateboarding was my thing i thought that was all i was gonna do but then my dad's skate park closed because there's no money in skateboarding right and so I was 15 years old, me and some friends, we, I had a trampoline in my backyard. I would, I would do skateboard tricks on just a, a, a plain right. deck with no right. trucks, no wheels, you know, and just do tray flips or kick flips or That's what Jackson does anything well. like yeah. that. And I was super good at it. And then, uh, so I just started doing flips on it and, um, me and some friends, my, my, a buddy of mine knew how to do karate and knew how to do a backflip. He taught me a backflip in like five minutes. And so I was like, oh, wow, maybe I can, uh, maybe this is something I could do. Um, this girl I knew took us into her family's gymnastics gym. We started jumping on Olympic sized trampolines, Olympic sized tumble tracks, foam pits, mats everywhere. And coming from skateboarding to where we jump down 10 stairs on the concrete every day, right. landing on mats was really Way satisfying. Oh, yeah. And so we were just fearless and just, we we had no, no we had we had, we should not have been trying double backs when we were trying double backs and right. but but we were and so and and we were landing it so we were getting good quickly and from there it just went on and and I started doing acrobatics I'd say at fifteen I got my first job at eighteen wow yeah that's crazy and from there I haven't stopped so did that, you go to the circus school no no how about you no. Because I know you're, you told me you're, that's how you met your girlfriend was in circus school. No, well, I mean, I'm from Montreal. Well, she's going, she's going to going circus to school, school. At circus school. Right. So I met her. Yeah, circus school is there. a huge thing. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, because I've never even heard of a circus school. You yeah, can, they, you so can, they, you can go into circus school and know what discipline you want to do, whether it be trapeze, whether it be Chinese pole, whether it be rush and swing, whether it be really? trampoline. You can go into circus school, I whether like it be juggling. Some Russians. Yeah, <laughs> if you want to go in. Instagram pages these days, man, they're hot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But you can it's also, true. it's like a, it's like a real, um, like discipline. Like you can have like, major in juggling and then minor in this you know it's like really like to that extent right so you can really have like a major and a minor 
and then pursue that major and you have this minor backup. So I know one guy who has like a major in Chinese pole and then backup is juggling. Right. You know, so it's like really like these kids are going to school, getting a real good university, like, 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 and they have jobs. Study. They have jobs. And now. They, have they, jobs. they come Easy. out of this and they have jobs, like with wow. really good jobs. You know, they're traveling the world and they're doing something they really enjoy. Making good money. Are they on, are some of them the people you, I'm going to turn on the AC right here. Are some of them the people you see like on America's Got Talent? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I worked sure. with some people on America's Got Talent. Uh, Tyson Mary, they did a duo trapeze act and, uh, they blindfolded themselves and, uh, they were my castmates in, in another show I was on and watching. They also do a duo roller skating where they, they roller skate in a circle and the girl hangs off the guy's neck while they're spinning in a circle. That's yeah, wild. And yeah, yeah it's, re- it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. There's also, um, that a guy who he's on a show right now. I think he's on Absent or he's on, oh, he might be on another, another show, but he does like a him and handstand guy and he does like with a dog. And really? he, like a little, little mini yeah. chihuahua. Yeah. And he literally does like handstands. Now he'll do like halftime shows at basketball games and do a whole bunch. He does handstands and like the dog, he plays with the dog and the dog will go up on his feet while he's doing a handstand. That's and like, so cool. like I said, I'm, I'm not coming from this world. So not coming from this world is like. Does he look like that guy? Exactly. Yeah, pretty but pretty he, much, he, yeah. he's a little more pretty beige. Much like that. That's like my little that dog buddy, little chihuahua. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Smart dogs. Literally yeah. crazy. Because what he does with this dog is absolutely insane. But I'm just thinking like when I came into the circus world, seeing people do like one arm handstands or like some other crazy stuff that you witness. And like what you witness on stage is is, is awesome. Don't get me wrong. But some stuff they do backstage. Right. It's just like absolutely mind blowing. Right. Kind of want to get like a, a feel like that. So we have a handstand artist who does chairs. Okay. So he stacks like seven chairs high does some handstands on chairs and he's absolutely insane. But if you put him on just like a sturdy chair, like, or like a floor that's like sturdy and not high, he can do like a million things that are just absolutely insane. Really? Yeah, he, he will jump from one hand to the other hand, to the other hand, <laughs> to the other hand, just back and forth, 50 reps. That's like his, his warm up. That's his practice. And he, he can just balance on that one hand. It almost devised like, like gravity. Like I'm just like standing there like, I never get tired of this. I've been in the company now two years. Yeah. And I'm still like, how does this guy do this? I've been practicing. I mean, Will's been practicing handstands too. And Will's pretty good at handstands. You I won't say it. Handstands. handstands suck anyways. Yeah. My, no my matter- handstands are as good as my surfing. <laughs> <laughs> but it's Both like as bad. long as you do these handstands, like you could practice them for years. This guy's been doing it since he was like five years old, he said. Right. You know, like this is something you have to like take an art. You know, so pretty much like, I think what life. what drew me into circus is just how diverse and and crazy it is because it doesn't mean anything. It right. does not mean a single thing. There are so many different disciplines in circus that it's unreal. The the fact that Dean and I know each other because he is a hockey ice skater downhill and and that I used to skateboard and do flips in my backyard and and now we've met and we're on the same show is is crazy it's 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 not it's not like background would have been more like gymnastics yeah 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 and you know what i mean and and so you would think like i grew up a skateboarder i only have skateboarder friends or i i grew up playing baseball i only i only hang out with baseball players or something like that but this is so diverse that that 
there we have jugglers, we have clowns, we have handstand artists, we have trapeze artists, we have skaters, we have everything. I, I ride skaters. a skateboard in this show. I ride a skateboard in this show with ice blades on it. And I yeah. and I do a kickflip every show and I think about, hey, I grew up skateboarding. Like this I, somehow I tell him this, every, every, this brought me to this. Every show, every show we have, I'm preparing for my act. Right. And he's he's going out on the skateboard. It's like the, the scene right before my yeah. act. It's like a transitional scene. So transitional I, I scene. So it's it. called playground. It's like people go out. They go out like a swing set. Like people hanging from it. Like doing like nice right. stretches, whatever. Like a whole bunch of acrobats. One guy on like a steer wheel, like that big wheel, but it's on ice. So it has like picks all along the thing, and he's doing this thing. And then they have three guys on skateboards and he's one of them the other guys are just like cruising right but every time i, I see him i'm like yo will what are you gonna do you know are you gonna do a kick flip a <laughs> yeah, tray I'm, flip of this a tray flip i'm like yo nolly nolly heel like- and he, he just goes out there and nolly heels and just lands it i'm like you dude this is like if there's like any skateboarders in the audience you just like blew their mind for life like just that little trick that you did on this like we get skateboarders that come back like all the time like backstage and they're like i want like the only thing they want to see is the skateboard with the with the, with the, the blades the, on the it. Blades are like, what? How do you do tricks on this? They're like, man, the trucks are so loose. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just for usually, it's just for cruising. It's just a scene to like fill in the space. But he does like some gnarly tricks. Nice. Now, what kind of blades are on them? Are they like super long blades? Or are they? Uh, or are they like no, four it, blades? Uh, it's four, four, four blades. Four blades. Four, four like blades three, in four in the spots. Long. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And and so I think it was made as as like. They maybe the company thought that skateboard icing would be a thing, maybe, but it never turned into anything. Huh. But um, but our company has has just decided to use it because they wanted any and every kind of sure. ice, ice skating, yeah. whatever. Innovative. And yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, this is sick. Let's do it. You know, like uh, brings me back to my childhood, like skateboarding. What was it is like the what, first time you got on one? Was it like completely different? It, no, I mean, dude, skateboarding is yeah, so but, natural to me, but the but, thing, but you can't turn. As soon as you, as soon as you start like leaning into like a turn, you, you'll just, you can just slide out really easy. So you got to be right. really careful. I, I like make sure I slow down and, and I'm going straight when I'm going to try a trick because if I'm going around a turn, I'm just going to slip out. And well, you know, when we were kids, we were growing up, one of the first maneuvers that you learn is the big grind. Yeah. It, like a power slide pretty yeah. much feels yeah, like that just like power feels power like slides back and forth you know like it's so easy on the on the ice so he just like every time he goes out i see him like first like 180 power if, slide if, if there's any if throwing chunks of snow up <laughs> no i'm not going that fast but if there's any skateboarders listening and you know that like on a really hot day you rub some skate wax on the concrete and then you can go power slide across that very very easily yeah it, it feels a lot like that ah Nice. Yeah. That's pretty rad, dude. And yeah. Yeah. So um, what are some of the most dangerous things that have happened to you guys while you guys have been working? As uh, far as either you guys or happen to people while, while it's been going on. I mean, for me, it's like judging speed. Because like, if, if I was to tell you how fast I'm going on the ice, I wouldn't know. Like At my full speed, I can maybe go like, you know, like 20-something miles an hour on right. flat ice. And then, uh, you know, it, it can vary as, as the ice changes. Uh, every, like I said, every week, we, we're in a different arena. We right. travel every week, different city. So they put up the ice every different week, and it's soft. It's hard. It's this. The, the, the room is That's bigger. The room is... 
say, you never know. You know, you never know what you're going to get. So you use Viagra, then it's always fucking hard. No. Can, can I just jump in and say that uh, Dean's Dean's ramps have no no top to them. So it's a launch ramp to a landing ramp, and there's nothing in between. So it's very daunting. And so when you're skating up to that launch ramp, you really feel like you need to go way faster than you need to go mm-hmm. right. to make the jump. And right. so a lot of times you, you end up overshooting. Uh, yeah, so there's no tabletop to our ramps. So it's like we have six guys moving these six ramps. It's one launch, one landing, one launch, one landing. And we do three different positions. So at the first part, they're all together. We do some synchro jumps and they look cool. And then we have this one line where it's like a, a jump line where we all do the tricks. And we all come around and we try to equal spacing it. But um, sometimes I'm a little, like, say I'm a little farther. I try to, like, speed up and try to gain, like, that synchronicity kind of thing. Right. But if I'm going too fast, so, I mean, one time I went, I was going too fast and I didn't know. And I just, I was going for a backflip. And usually I backflip, I land no problem. And I can land that trick, I'd say, like, 95 to 98%. Like, it's pretty easy spot your landing. Right. It's good. But uh, this time I was just going too fast and I jumped it. It's only a ten, it's a 10 foot jump and I landed like r- almost like missed the ramp far wise, like and landing in the landed flat hard going too fast, going way too fast. And uh, yeah. And I, I broke my ankle. Wow. Um, yeah. How many and times I, did you broke that ankle? I've broken both ankles. Yeah. Yeah. Gnarly stuff we do. Yeah. Um, both ankles. Yeah. On this, this one. It was an impact break. It wasn't like a snap because I, I have a I, I'm a hockey skate tied pretty tight. Right. So just the I mean we probably go like ten feet far and probably around I'd say like eight to ten feet high. So just coming from that landing. Yeah, it's just so what, fast. it's just like what surfers do when they land in the flats doing it in the air. Yes. And they just impact and shatter that thing. Exactly. So it was an impact break and it broke up. Right. And uh. I mean, I was in California at the time, and quick surgery the next day, easy stuff. Yeah. Two screws, three months, and I'm back back to jumping. Wow. So it was a quick one, but it, sh- it kind of like, I feel like when we do our act, and it's perfect, everyone thinks that it's kind of too easy. I almost feel like... Have me one of those beers, would you? Yeah. Thanks. So when we when we don't fall, I feel like it's, people find it like, Oh, they didn't fall. It's kind of so easy. But if we have like one minor fall, like a slide out or something, people are like, "Oh man, they can they can fall and mess up kind of big," you know? Right. Yeah. And- c- coming from a skateboarding background, where my my dad owned a skate park, I I get to uh, train with Dean and the other guys in the act, and um, man, it's a whole another world on on ice skates. Yeah. It's ridiculous, and and just the the way the ramps work, it, getting to know the the friction from ice to ramp and and just learning your edges and learning how to gain the speed and how much speed you really need to to make this 10 foot jump right. is is very difficult now you're learning flips from him though yeah always man this guy will has the best standing backflip i've ever seen really literally so high you wouldn't even imagine how high this backflip is can you um, do a double a double backflip, standing double, standing double. <laughs> I think only I think I know three people yeah. in the world that could do a standing no, double. I cannot. But if we'll, you give we'll him, be, if, that'd be the fast answer. No, I can't. If you give him like a, a 
a, a challenge. F- a foot box. You do double. No, like a little, like a little bit of spring, you know, something, Ooh, something. A, a standing double backflip on a hard ground is very difficult, and I think. I don't Maybe think any, there's yeah. like three in people in the world, world that have done yeah. it. What about like off a diving board? Whoa, diving board, uh, not a problem. Triple. Yes. Triple easy. Yeah. Yeah. Really? yeah, yeah. I've, so I've, I performed diving. And so really what brought me into this acrobatic world of performing is whenever I was 18, I landed my first job. to take a piss. He tried to sneak out of here all quiet. Yeah, that didn't work. <laughs> it didn't work out well at all. And so... Uh, I landed my first job at 18. My job was for Dolly Parton out of Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. She had just turned one of her horse shows. It was a dinner theater show. Dolly Parton, the famous country. Dolly Parton. Country. Big boobs. You know Dolly Parton. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The Dolly Parton. The Dolly Parton. She, so she owns Dollywood in Tennessee. She also owned uh, a, a dinner theater show in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. She turned it into a pirate show acrobatic show in 2011 and that's when i got my first job Mm -hmm. and in that show i i knew how to tumble on the ground like a gymnast does and but i also learned diving i learned chinese pole i learned a tramp wall i learned bungee i learned learned spanish web you probably probably have no clue what any of those are but the tramp wall really well (laughs) but the thing is is that this show taught me so many different disciplines and and I was young and eager to learn that that from that show, I have been able to get so many different jobs doing either one of those disciplines that I learned within right. those years. I walked in with only tumbling, and then I walked out with, with six different disciplines. So it was all, almost kind of like my circus school, right. but I was making money at the same time. And I did that for three years, and, and from there, I've just been growing in the industry and moving my way up. Nice. Like, what about and like so and so, yeah. I do know how to do diving. Is no, what I was trapeze trying to is, say. I say trapeze is like a different thing. It's like you got to specialize weird, in trapeze. You know, like there's also like there's one girl who's in our show who does single trapeze, uh-huh. and she does it on skates. Are you talking uh-huh. about swinging trapeze? Yeah, yeah like you know, swing from swing from guy to guy, across. like yeah, yeah. ancient ancient circus style. You mean? Yeah. So what I'm thinking is for you is you have these guys swinging across, right? You're yeah. on a jump. And you jump super high, flip, boom, boom, get caught, and swing. Yeah. Has anybody ever done that? I don't know. Man, they... This is me thinking right now. You you know the the net... I get free tickets if freaking this happens. (laughs) So swinging trapeze is such a traditional circus apparatus that you... You almost never see it in in Cirque anymore, and so they've they've created a lot of apparatuses around it. And so, say, take for example the landing mat. That if they mess up and they were to fall to that that net, they've actually turned that net into an act in itself. And so they spread the net out across the stage, and it's actually just one huge trampoline. And say five guys can double bounce one guy in the middle, uh-huh. and he can fly. Yeah, 50 very, feet in the air and it's called Acronet and it, it's in the show Cirque du Soleil Curious and, and it's, it's, they, so they try to revolutionize kind of everything and create a new act in new ways and new apparatuses all the time gotcha. and, and so you're never, it's really rare to see traditional trapeze happening. Well, I would like to see you like jump from one boom up to another level, bounce to another level, bounce to another level, Jump up to where these guys are swaying. One of these guys grab you. 
it's happening, man. And it's happening. And then swing you off to the next guy and then toss you off and you got this massive flipping, 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 yeah. flipping, yeah. booming a cot. That's what if, I love about- If anyone sees Alegria by Cirque du Soleil, you will yeah. actually see that. Exactly what you Jeez, just said. Jeez, come on. I'm, Literally yeah, exactly what you just said. Right here. Trying, I Dude, mean- Dude, they've been trying to redevelop yeah. all this stuff for years and years and years. And dude, they're putting out a new show every year. They're obviously running out of- Things, so they're just re- recreating, reinventing. And what I love about Cirque is like they, we have a creation process, obviously, because you need to create the show. Right. So usually it's around eight eight months, but our show is about a little less. It was like five, four. Um, but during creation, you have it's a creation process. You could you can do whatever. You can open up whatever you have, kind of to the, to the director and be like, hey, I want to try this. I want to try this. So we are even swinging from his poles onto our ramps on ice skates on ice skates you know and doing like a whole bunch of different stuff and like some stuff doesn't work some stuff does okay well what about this one okay so there's nobody on the trapeze okay okay (laughs) like solo just a ghost there's two towers with trampolines you start jumping you crisscross a man and a woman whatever crisscross boom 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 and then up up onto the trapeze to some trapeze already swinging and timed out and then boom you guys grab that stuff you know what i'm saying i know what you're saying so it's a crisscross boom boing 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 boom onto the trapeze do some flips off of that thing and then boom power out to the sides if you set up the rig i will have the acrobats for you i'm just giving you guys ideas to bring to the table right here i'm giving you, you know, an idea if you, you want to bounce if you want to start a circus company, I, I can employ it for you. Yeah, definitely employ it. <laughs> like I was saying, like, uh, Will. Those are circus <laughs> But when Will, Will was saying, like, like how he kind of started with Dolly Parton and knowing what he knew out of that show. But I know circus artists who have sent in videos and videos and videos to Cirque, and, and it's very, very hard to get in. So you can imagine how good he was on his own. Right. Thinking like he's pretty much like self-taught, self-taught gymnast with his friends. Did this one show for a couple of years, learned what he learned, took in everything and was awesome at everything and then got into Cirque. Right. But got into a Cirque company, which is so prestigious to get into. And he got in. Well, you, you look at, you know, you take America's Got Talent, for example. Um, you look at all the people that are coming in there and, and still to this day. It's it's like where acrobatics started, and it was back in Eastern Bloc countries, Russia, you know, Romania, Czechoslovakia, Hungary. You know, that's Mongolia. where you, Mongo- we Mongolians. Really, insane I would never Mongolians. have thought Mongolia. Insane Mongolians. Oh yeah, wow. they're good. And so you know, you, you see, those are the countries where it's like, you know, that's where it comes from. You know, these guys are trained from the minute they're born. No, yeah, it's actually and it's families su- of gypsies that you know are acrobats. I think that we have. I think I might. I'm one of two Americans in our cast. Uh huh. Yeah, the rest are. I mean, honestly, from everywhere. This little freaking skater surfer from freaking. Yeah, I have absolutely no business being here. It doesn't make sense. It no, doesn't make ne- sense. Neither do I. Pretty much. I mean, if Cirque didn't make an ice show, 
I I would be doing either still Red Bull or I I mean Disney on Ice has a show, but that that's uh, that's Word tights. I'd be wearing Mickey Mouse costume or something, doing something Man, like that. If, if, if I not could dating the hot chicks that you two are dating <laughs> no, right sir, now, that's for sir, sure. equals hot chicks. You get just get hot chicks. Seriously, it, the both of you guys have got some beautiful women. If I would have told my younger self, if I would have told my younger self how many pairs of tights I would be wearing in in this day. Back when I was a skateboarder, oh my god, I would never be my own friend. Tell me you stuff your tights, so. though. <laughs> nah, man, we we cut them out, man. We cut the crotch hole out, dude, oh, you yeah, know? <laughs> We do our own. We do our own makeup hey, too. You want to split the cucumber tonight? <laughs> Could probably do my makeup better than most girls I know. No, it's serious, serious really. Yeah, yeah, we have to do our own makeup, man. It took me to start at least. It used to take me almost two hours to do my makeup. Now, like what kind of makeup? We do like I mean like like Man, the basic like girls girls would know girls do you know like the like the your foundation rouge, the highlight the blush do the eyes do the white stuff but it's, never like because you're on ice you have to like lighten it up and like oh, yeah. blue no yeah I like I think I go uh, I think I go too heavy on the uh, blush because uh, my mom took a picture of me in my makeup and she thought I was sunburnt. But it was yeah, just all blush. Like I can't, you can't be sunburned through makeup, man. You know, are you kidding me? That's too funny. <laughs> yeah, no, but you guys don't ever do like the White Walkers type makeup on your face. I have, man. I've been in so many I different shows. Cool. I, I've been a zombie before. I've been a pirate. I've been uh, a uh, a factory worker. Wow. I've been. All kinds of different things, man. I, I've been a uh, amphibian. I worked for SeaWorld, so I was an amphibian <laughs> in one of their shows. Really? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's pretty sweet. That's that's cool. <laughs> I've only done this makeup. I can't do, I can't deal with any more makeup, really. Yeah, I put this on thirty minutes. Can't wait to get it off. It's so just. I I grew up in the eighties. I was punk rock, dude. Oh yeah, eyeliner. eyeliner you know, I know hard to get eyeliner off. Oh, Impossible. I'd, I would never take it off. I would. I would go. I would go home, and people are like, "Why? Why do you have like black on your eyes?" I'm like, "I just came back from a show." You'd be perfect for uh, Dolly Parton's pirate show. Oh yeah. Yeah, you'd be Blackbeard. There's a, the main guy on the microphone is Blackbeard. Well, you should have seen me uh, literally this time last year. I had hair down to the back of my knees. Yeah, well, I can get you a job, man. That long. <laughs> yeah, I'll need a job? Let me know. Yeah, not enough. For sure. <laughs> should I say? Should I say? Get chicks like you guys. Yeah, yeah, you get chicks though. Oh, oh man, no, no. when do I start? Person Priceless. on the microphone makes the most, man. When do I start? Yeah. Hey, Destiny's up on stage. <laughs> <laughs> it's a new gig. Oh yeah, absolutely. I've done that one plenty of times. <laughs> Coming right up on the main stage is Destiny. <laughs> perfect. But it's all about having a good time, man. And it sounds like you guys are having a fucking blast. Man, we're All we're time. living life, man. So normally, it's uh, a big cheers to you guys right now. Yeah, cheers! Jeez, man. Jeez, we're you. drinking some Modelo's. Thanks for having us. Dozer in Mexico, Dozer's. like the best resort. We're living so, life. Oh yeah, I think you might have been the first guy we stumbled upon as, as soon as we got in. Yeah, I think yeah. you were sitting at the bar. I'm always somebody. You bar. were very welcoming. Yeah, it's it, that's nice to see. You know, personality. Yeah. Two surfers don't not really know where we are and uh, yeah, just you know. In a I'm the host country. with the most. Yeah, hostess yeah. with the Thanks most. Thanks for welcoming us in, man. Oh yeah, I can't wait to have you guys in Hawaii. 
Can't and you wait. bring some hot fucking circus of chicks down with you. <laughs> my, my girlfriend. And they would for sure you, bring some girls. We just we, got up FaceTiming your girlfriend, and she said she's going to bring me one. So I know, I'll you hold say. her to that. I, I'll hold her to that. So the, the thing about our tour breaks is we we have these weeks off, and and most of our artists travel to these these amazing destinations because we we want some kind of sure. ex- escape or you know just something. And so, yeah, we, we have artists in Hawaii right now. Really? That people that left from Mexico City went straight to Hawaii. Wow. Well, you know, the owners, the previous owners are live in Hawaii. So, yeah. And that's how I know them and Circus Soleil and the whole shebang. So. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, I mean, anytime there's some kind of, if we're close to a beach, I'll, I will try to get some of the cast members surfing. Whenever we were in San Diego, I took people surfing. When we were in uh, Portland, Maine, I took some people surfing. We caught yeah. some pretty good waves up there, actually. Yeah. It was Maine. a good hurricane swell coming in. And uh, yeah, so even in, uh, where were we? In Florida. Where was the where's the golf side of Florida that we were? Dustin. No, it wasn't Destin. It was uh, Pensacola. 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 It was Pensacola. Yeah. <laughs> we're on the golf side of, of Florida in Pensacola, and there's we we stopped this this little skate shop that had a skateboard park in the back yeah. and uh, served Sick. good food, and then they rented surfboards, and I took a whole crew out surfing, and we all had a blast, man. It was that's so much fun. Yeah. No, we just try to find the best things that we could do on our breaks, especially. And but like, you guys work for like what four eight weeks straight. <clears throat> So, 12. 12 weeks straight. Yeah. You guys got no place to spend your money. Nah, we, no, we just can bank. work no. hard, practice, go to bed, fuck a lot. Save yeah. enough for surf trips, man, you know? And then go on the next surf trip. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we, we like we said, we, we do a different week every city. So we do like kind of like our day is like Sunday night travel. <clears throat> so we do like two shows Sunday, five, finish at seven, travel. Go to the next destination. We usually have like a private private plane, so we they charter a plane because we're about ninety on the cast. Right. Uh, so they just charter a plane. We get there at like eleven thirty, twelve o'clock. Get to the next city. We have Monday, Tuesday off to explore. Gotcha. So pretty Wednesday much it's set up. So it's Wednesday it's pretty it's much set a up. four day show. It's Wednesday through Sunday. Right. Uh, we do like one show Wednesday, one show Thursday, one show Friday, double double Saturday Sunday. Right. So we do like seven shows a week, about maybe eight. But uh, no, those two days off are nice. Our, our only expenses are pretty much booze and right. uh, whatever we, food you're eating. But we get an expense for food too. Yeah. We get like we get like a hundred and eighty dollars for food or something stupid like that. They feed us, man. We have nothing okay. to pay for. Uh, nothing no, to pay for. For those, those two days off, you get a hundred eighty US. I'm like, I can so, I, I can spend way less than that. And that's a bar bill. It's oh, really oh, it's yeah. really about planning your days off, knowing what your next city is, and knowing what you want to do there. You know, because you're working all week and then toward the weekend, you're super busy. So you're not really thinking about what you're going to be doing on Monday and Tuesday. And the last thing you want to do is sit around in your hotel room. Yeah. It's like, let's get out. Let's check out. Yeah. You got to check it out. Those are your only days, you know? And, and so you got to get out. You got to, you got to figure out what's happening and, and see how's it, how's it going. And I mean, Monday and Tuesday is not the best days to do that, but. You know, not as many people are out, and did you find a karaoke spot or something yeah. like that right. on a Monday yeah. night? Just going it's like yeah. karaoke every Monday night yeah. in every town. They probably got Jimmy Buffett going. Oh, there's like yeah. there's like Tuesday like industry nights. We just meet every bartender in town, which is nice. <laughs> you know, just meet every bartender. Like, yeah. you can hook us up all week. We'll give, give you some tickets. tickets. <laughs> yeah, man. You hook us up all week. Sick. Yeah. Just yeah. saved another hundred and eighty bucks. Uh, exactly. <laughs> no, I think Tuesday's normally for golf, though. Yeah. Yeah, you guys are golfers. You guys golf a lot. How about your girlfriends? They golf with you? 
I've brought yeah. her out a couple times. Any girl looks good. Looks good playing golf. Oh, yeah. oh absolutely, so hot, absolutely, hot golfer. Yeah, can't, can't it's really better, compete. you know. It's better if the people are 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 coming up behind us. Will's say, girlfriend hey, golfs, out, man. Will's girlfriend golfs. Yeah, yeah, she's good. Oh yeah, I think the Asians, Asians are good, good at everything. They yeah, man. love golf. She can wax some balls, man. Good at man. everything. Oh really? Oh yeah. <laughs> Tell us about that. <laughs> <laughs> <Waxing> balls. <laughs> Two hundred yard drive. Oh yeah, she's yeah. using a oversized oversized driver. <laughs> she's using a men's Sister. driver most of the time. <laughs> Whacking your balls. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it hurts, man. Oh, yeah. We golf. We can. We our our, our company is so good to us. Like we we get. Ex- ex- ticket exchange for golf we give them tickets to the show we get free golf or if we want to do any activity if we want if there was a surf ranch or something like that and we made a deal with the surf ranch they will give you like 10 tickets they would yeah we'll talk to my company and be like yo give them 10 tickets we're gonna surf well the surf ranch isn't gonna happen because that's fifty thousand dollars to have it for the day yeah so maybe maybe those are gonna hook that up for us or something <laughs> it's gonna be a tough one yeah we no we, but even like rentals like even we, rental uh, boards you know like yeah, hey, yeah. can you give me a rental board for the day or something like this small, smaller yeah, yeah. Size. but like we do golf exchanges we do like rock climbing like what are, are, what are some of the best golf courses you guys have played we just played Guadalajara. A, yeah, Guadalajara. Guadalajara all day. Really? Mexico, Guadalajara. There was this El Cielo. El Cielo. It's like the sky. We were literally oh my god through two gated communities. We had to go through two gated communities. These houses were like probably like they they said like over ten million pesos, which is like not much, like five hundred thousand, like three right. four hundred thousand American. Not not much, but these houses were like beautiful all along the golf course, and we were on. We're going up this hill. Dude, the whole golf course was on a mountain. We didn't understand. I was we, like, we, they assigned us each a caddy. I was like, really? I'm like, yeah. you're, go- I'm like, you're going the wrong way because there's no way this golf course is on top of this hill. And we get up to this hill, and no one can find it. We're asking like, no, it's like asking it's- lawn workers like, hey, which way is this golf course? And they're like, I have no clue. I'm like, how do you not know? It's private. It doesn't even yeah, show up on Google Maps. Google Maps won't even Google- show that it's a golf course. Google was, Maps does not have like the super green. super weirdly exclusive. Wow. Mexico is green. actually really weird about their public golf courses. So then we, we finally get there and like a guy, it's probably like 27 degrees out. This guy has a suit and tie on. Celsius. Suit, what is that? Suit and t- like 90, 92 degrees, 95 yeah. degrees, just suit and tied up. And we're like, he's like our host. And I'm like, man, you're, you're way too fancy right now for us. We go get up there and like one of my, one of my friends, Marty was in like jean shorts and like, it's like, yeah, they said, he I don't know play. if you can play here, you know, like he's in jean shorts. I'm like, this is all he brought, man. Like, I don't know. Like we're, we're three good golfers. He's not our, he's not our friend. We're, we're going to ditch him right at this place right now. We're going to let him play in his jean shorts, man. Finally, let him, finally, let him, playing in jean yeah, shorts. finally let him play. And, uh, but now this golf course is like overlooking the city. Really, like I would eat off every part of this golf course. It was really? like immaculate. We were the, probably the only. Yeah, I think I did eat off of it. <laughs> the only four players on this golf course, and there was about we probably saw like fifty-five workers. Wow! Like, just every course, keeping it immaculate the whole time, and we probably paid like it would have been nine fifty Mexican pesos, which is probably like around fifty bucks. Right. Which is like already cheap for a. Super a beautiful, nice golf course, and we just exchanged tickets. I, I think I hit 15 balls out of bounds, and my, <laughs> my caddy found every single one of them. Yeah, Holy they were every all stars. He was going all dude. stars. Wow, yeah. rock climbing. Wow, 
But uh, no, that was a nice golf course. There's been a couple other ones in the states and some other ones. But uh, no, go- playing golf every 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 week is is relaxing. Good day off. Yeah, I agree. Chilling out, or it's really angering. <laughs> it's like a good good well, walk. Just, good walk spoiled. You just gotta know when to start drinking. <laughs> oh yeah, you know. You just yeah. after nine. Go back you to the get that swing like, lube going on. Maybe right before my first drive is a good time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it is for some people, absolutely. <laughs> oh, we're like, but at nine holes, it's like we're playing like shit. No, Let's yeah. Get beers. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, it's fine. I'll it's know, fine. I'll know after the first. Couple of holes. Oh, yeah. Where's yeah. the alcohol? Yeah, yeah. No. And it usually gets more fun in the back nine if it's like that. Yeah. Then we're like, oh, we we shot ninety. Like, oh, we were ninety five. We oh, we yeah, we played all right. You know, we're just drinking. <laughs> Having a good time. But uh, no, it's other than that. But we have had it. so many experiences through through our tour. It's been awesome. Like just like. How many years have you been on it now? It's been uh, two. Two and how many for you? Yeah, we started Same the show two, together. Yeah. Oh wow. So yeah, you guys yeah. are like best buds. Yeah, we started the show together and met him on best tour. Best buds, man. That's why we came serving together. Yeah, I yeah. love it. Yeah, we were in, uh, what, Breckenridge, Colorado not too long ago? and uh, Probably a year ago. Or a little less than a year ago because it was coming up on winter. Yeah, we were. And, uh, yeah, we were, we were, uh, we were actually playing in, uh, what was it? Colorado Springs. Colorado Springs. And so we took, took the drive over to Breckenridge and skied some awesome slopes man it was just things like that like anywhere we're close to we we try to take full advantage awesome full advantage yeah well i'm glad you guys are here where can people find you guys at on social media uh i'm uh dean m21 on instagram Uh uh-huh i actually don't post much there but yeah no i um try to post as much as possible about my life right uh, yeah you can find me there okay And then Sam, yeah, I, I think Instagram is the most frequent thing that I will I will post on, and it's it's Will W I L L underscore Farlow F A R L O W. Cool. Well, I thank you guys for being on the show. Yeah, man, thank you. And um, we're gonna uh, promote you guys out through my website and all that kind of stuff. We're gonna have some cool pics Sweet. of you guys during your acts. And some fun stuff going on, and um, and I wish you guys all the best. Thanks, man. Thanks for having us. Thanks and for having us. Thanks everyone for tuning in, and until next time, uh, hooey ho! Thanks, Will and Dave, for being on the show. Thanks everyone for tuning in. Um, special thanks to all my sponsors, such as Ola Brew. Um, Ola's mission is to encourage growth in Hawaii's agricultural agricultural economy by purchasing responsibly grown local ingredients and incorporating them into our craft beverages. The result, delicious beers and ciders that are authentically anchored to our aina and the true flavors of Hawaii. And speaking of true flavors, they have got some really killer ones. They've got regular beers. They've got IPAs. They utilize all the fruits that are around here. Um, They have some killer new um, hard seltzers out, a lemongrass, a ginger, and a lemon lime. Uh, all the different ciders from dragon fruits to pineapples. You guys gotta love them. Go check them out on social media at Ola Brewery and, uh, and their website, olabrew.com. Um, tell them you heard it on Dozenos. They might pick you up. Um, Hurley Clothing. I've been with Bob Hurley for a long time, and they make the best board shorts in the world hands down um, and there's so much more to the brand with a partnership with Nike to their clean work on drinking water 
They have the top writers writing for them. John John Florence, Chris Amore, Dozer Dave. <laughs> um, go check them out at Hurley.com. Um, GoPro. They've been transforming the way people visually capture and share their lives. What began as an idea to help athletes self-document themselves engaged in their sport, GoPro has become a standard for how people capture themselves engaged in their interests, whatever they may be. From extreme to mainstream, professional to consumer, GoPro enables the world to capture and share its passion in the form of immersive and engaging content. With their new cameras out right now, the Hero 8 is unbelievable. I'm about to go play with mine today. You guys got to go get yours. They're pretty cheap nowadays. They're not like $800 anymore. They're like $300 and something. dollars. So go get one. Go visit them at uh, GoPro.com. But the best way to go do it is go to my website, Doznose.com. Link into there on the GoPro thing right there, the little sticker. It'll put you straight into GoPro. It'll get you all kinds of discounts that way. Or go visit them on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, Pinterest, Instagram, or LinkedIn. Um, Green. Green is a superfood brew, man. These guys are legit. They're based out of Kailua on Oahu. Their mission is to help support a healthy and active lifestyle with their organic and kick-ass beverage. Uh, Green Superfood Brew is the go-to beverage for surfers, divers, hunters, pretty much anyone who lives an action-packed lifestyle. Their certified organic brew contains powerful green tea to give you a natural boost, hydrating coconut water to keep you going strong, and kale to keep your body loaded up with all the phytonutrients you need. Look, guys, if you guys haven't tried green yet, you're missing out. But you know what? Good news is, if you go to Drink Green Energy or just Drink Green Dot com, um, punch in promo code Dozos, you get 20% off. And I uh, get you a case that has all the flavors in it. You're going to love it or get you three or four cases. Uh, 20% off and free shipping? You can't beat that. So uh, go check them out at drinkgreenenergy.com. All right, Kona boys. You know I'm a big fan of the ocean. I picked the Big Island to be my home because of its amazing waters. And if you're planning to spend some time in my backyard on the Big Island, does notice that your first shops, your first stop, should be Kona Boys. They've been serving up gear for island life in Aloha since 1996. They're the one-stop shop for ocean fun. They operate a legit selection of local-style activities, including historical va'a rides, paddleboard tours, and lessons. And they're one of the only companies permitted to do kayak tours in Kealakikua Bay. So if you need rentals for boards, bikes, boogies, or other beach goodies, Kona Boys is your spot. They're also an official retailer, retailer for Patagonia Surf, and they also have their own line of super dope clothing and custom hats, which sometimes you know I give away on this podcast, and we're going to be giving away soon because it's Christmas time and we want to do some giveaways. Um, I was back. Uh, I go way back with Kona Boys. Ah. Fuck that one up. And uh, and their shop. And they just hook me up with everything. Go check them out. They have two stores. One down at the Kinkamehameha Beach Hotel. One uh, down in Kalakekua. Or check them out online at konaboys.com. Tell them you heard it on Dozo's. Get 20% off. And uh, you know, love their stuff. Love their vibe. That's Kona Boys. Kona Coffee and Tea. That's where I get my morning crack on every single morning. The coffee is grown, roasted, and brought down fresh 
every day right off the slopes of Walleye, right down to the coffee shop, or straight to you if you buy it online at KonaCoffeeandTea.com. And it's so good. Ah, 100% Kona Coffee, best coffee in the world. Uh, Maverick Sport Fishing. You guys want to catch that 1,000-pound marlin, big ahi, whatever it is you want to catch, call them up. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, get hold of Captain Trevor Child at 808-896-7985. Tell them you heard it on Dozos. They'll get you all hooked up. <laughs> or check them out at mavericksportfishingkona.com. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. Until next time, ahuyo. Everybody knows those knows. Everybody knows those knows. Everybody knows those. And if you don't know, now you know. Everybody knows those knows. Everybody knows those knows. Everybody knows those. And if you don't know, now you know. Everybody knows those knows.